Hey there. So, if you're like me, then you understand the financial aid office can be a jungle. And why in the world does college cost so much? <laughs> okay. I'm not sure I can answer the first question all the time, besides sometimes they just raise money up because we have such like a cultural um, norm of going that there's a demand for it that they can keep raising the price. So for one thing, college is not entirely necessarily to be successful in life, but let's say you are wanting to go to college, which is a great endeavor as well, you know, and um you need some steps to navigate the financial aid cult. I mean, office. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's like a cult because of how uh, it's handled, how it seems like they might be manipulating people, right? Or withholding information, which in this case, they're probably just a bunch of stressed, overwhelmed, not enough staff people of an office trying to do their very best. But there are some ways that you can um, handle navigating, talking with people in the financial aid office, right? So that you can lower this cost and you cannot lose track of things. You know, like if you've ever had someone say or promise something in your financial aid award and then it turns out to be wrong later, yeah, nobody got time for that, right? So let's learn about how we can properly interact with and talk with those in the financial aid office. Hey girl, welcome to Money and Mental Peace, a podcast for Christian college girls wanting to graduate debt-free. Do you procrastinate on homework while Googling easy scholarships and money for college because you're drowning in debt and student loans? Afraid you'll never have enough time and motivation to find ways to pay for college when you don't even have enough time to sleep or have a social life? I'm Kara. I, too, was a stressed college student and overachiever looking for money and mental peace. I wondered if there were other ways to pay for college, and I wished for a clear direction on how to do it. I wanted an easier way to fund college with less anxiety, but I kept telling myself I had no idea what to do, thought I wasn't finished in school fast enough, and thought I would never have enough money. Until some scholarships and real rare school hacks got me through debt-free, and I can show you how to do this as well. In this podcast, you'll find mental peace, answers for your future, and enough money to kill it at college. So grab your cold brew and TI-89 and enroll in the most stress-free and debt-free class that you've ever attended. This is Money and Mental Peace. So quick story time. I went to a community college, as some of you know, before I transferred to my university. But turns out I wanted to transfer as much as I could because it was way cheaper at community, right? So I was going to do a minor, a math minor, right? And I wanted to trans... Well, okay, I had finished all the, the rest of the business classes because I was majoring in that. But there was more like math that I could take at the community college, and I wanted to see if that would work. Transfer, you know, do it there. It's way is easier. I already knew the campus, the people, the professor, but um, Anna was cheaper, right? But I had to look, and in one place on my university website, it specified that I could, um, I had to take so many credits within a minor at the university in a certain tier level, right? Like a 300 level or something class. Um, just one of their requirements, but it wasn't like that in another place I found on a different part of the website. 
I don't remember exactly, but it was worded differently and did not indicate that. So I fought it. Well, I don't know if I fought it, but I, I pursued it, asked some questions and got different answers from different people and finally got sent all the way up to like the provost office and actually got it cleared for me to be able to take all of my, almost all of my minor classes at my community college, all of the math there, then I could transfer it so much cheaper. And they did it because I had found a discrepancy on the website in between different catalogs and I had documented it. And it turned out to be way cheaper for me in the long run. Pretty awesome. Kind of proud of myself to have found something, found an error, and then got a cool thing from it, right? But this leads me to um, a few things that you want to check with when you're looking at funding for schools. Now, this wasn't directly with the financial aid office, but what happened in this situation has three and a half specific steps. Yes, I did say a half. Three and a half steps that I learned from this to kind of deal with a university planning, how to pay for college, keeping up communication, confirming things, and more specifically with the financial aid office because that's most likely what you'll be dealing with and who you'll be interacting with. Cool? Okay, so the first step is never assume or wait for them. Always initiate. So if, let's say you applied to the university, wherever you're going or college, and you're, you got accepted, but you're waiting to see if there's any sort of award, right? They'll probably offer you loans. You don't, maybe don't want to hopefully do that. Um, but hopefully they'll offer some scholarships, but you're waiting and not hearing anything. They should send you info on that. However, to get the ball rolling faster, to get the name your name at the top of like their queue because you know you're inquiring about it, don't wait for people. And it doesn't have to be just when you're applying. It could be anything that you're waiting to hear back from financial aid or figuring out something with funding, but reach out, email, call um because in the past I've had stuff where I just they got really busy and something slipped through the cracks and it really helped when I just very politely reconnected again, resent an email every week or once a month if it was a long-term thing. Not once a month. If you're just trying to get into the school, you need to get in, you know, as soon as you can. But um, never just, like, wait for them or assume. You can initiate. And I'll let you know if you call what you should have prepared. Usually when you talk, they will ask for your name and you're probably your date of birth info and probably like a student ID. If you're if you're not a student completely officially yet and don't have that, you know, say that, but otherwise have that ready for them and just inquire. Step two is to get this in writing. I was able to prove this later. So, okay, back when I talked about doing that minor and being able to bring everything from my community college, I actually had to bring it up later to confirm that they were still going to honor that because, I mean, I hope so because I was trying to graduate, but like, I just wanted to make sure. And of course, when I reached out again, people were confused at what I was talking about, but I had the email in writing officially, like official seal from whatever office that said that I could do this. And so then it worked. 
So if you're emailing financial aid, keep all of those emails. Keep track for your whole maybe college career so that you can prove stuff later. Or if you talk with someone on the phone, get their name, who you spoke with, and, and like their job title and information, and also the date and even if you want to be more specific, the exact time you talked with them, because it sounds very official of you if you said, I talked to so-and-so at this date, at this time, about this topic, they'll be like, oh, I guess we do need to take you seriously. So just get everything in writing, or at least keep track of it all with the name of who you talk with, or and then save an email. Cool? Last point, well, point three, I did say there's three and a half, but last point is confirm, confirm, confirm. Literally, probably like three times confirm things. Um, this might not be everything. Like if, if they just send you an award letter and they say you have to go online and accept it and you go and accept it, you're probably good. But if there's a situation that's like unique or anything, it's always nice to just resend an email, and this doesn't just apply to financial aid, it could be anything with advising, or just anything with a college, or even in life, but just emailing and confirming when something gets closer that it's going to work out, like you'll be able to graduate, or you'll be able to get this pet class paid for with a certain scholarship. Again, get it in writing. Don't wait for them to confirm with you. Initiate and confirm it, and you'll be more at peace, right? Mental peace to get that money for college. Now, step half, step three and a half, why I made it a half is just repeat, right? What is it like? Um, wash, rinse, repeat or something for washing your hair. So the reason being, you can't just do this one time. And I don't mean stress out about it and you're doing, you're checking through everything every week, super OCD, but there's a time when it comes again for the next semester to check in again with your advisor or with financial aid and see if you have everything situated as it should be. Don't wait for them. You can uh, initiate, get it in writing what they say, confirm it with them, double confirm, triple confirm it with them, and you'll be good. So anyways, that's three and a half ways that you can navigate the financial aid, I mean the financial aid office as you're trying to go through why in the world does college cost so much and how you can make it cheaper and cheaper for you. Hey guys, this is Kara a couple days later, just following up and finishing up this episode uh, to let you know if you have any questions about how to handle the financial aid office in your particular situation, maybe there's something unique or just anything, or just you want to, you know, commiserate with us of how annoying it is. <laughs> Go ahead and head on over to Facebook, to our Facebook community, Christian College Girl Community dash scholarships and graduate debt free. I have it in the show notes as well. And let us know what you're going through with financial aid, with paying for college, how we can help or pray for you. And let's get connected. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hey, girl. Okay, so before you run off to calculus, if this podcast has brought you any encouragement, would you please write a review on iTunes or take a screenshot, post it in your Insta stories, and tag me. Let's tell the rest of our stressed sisters that more money and peace can be attained outside of the conventional way of doing college. See you next time. Love and prayers, Kara.